Welcome to Front Row Geeks. Setting you guys up. We're recording live. We're in. Fro Geeks. Episode I don't even remember anymore. I have to look at my numbers again. <laughs> I want to say 160. I think we're at 160 now, actually. So Possibly. I mean, obviously we're way more than 160. It's just this is just the current count that I've actually done a good job of keeping, as opposed to the the before times. <laughs> the before times. Baron 5X, that's me. Asher, that's you. And MPX, that's you over yes. there. Yes. Hi, everybody. Okay, we got a bunch of little topics to get going, and the, the most important being towards the end, but we'll talk about everything else between then. But I think we have an important, super important thing to cover regarding our uh, weekly segment, Cyberpunk 2077. I beat it. Okay. That's it. That's it. I beat it. it yeah. Was it was worth it. It'll be better when they fix all the bugs and DLC and blah, blah, blah. I'll play it again in like a year and a half or something like that. After they've released uh, the expansion packs, the various things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I also kind of hope they go the GTA route. I would not mind a GTA Online version of Cyberpunk. Like, I know that's a little cliche and maybe even a little like... like well, it's a question grubby. of whether they built the game to actually handle multiplayer like that. Especially in uh, Night City as it built, is built right now. Yeah. True, true. Fa- hashtag facts. Who knows? That's even possible. But I would not mind it conceptually. Um, I think I that's mean, the only thing I, I kind of lacked. I guess lack is the wrong term. Because for me, it's like like eating a Philly cheese sandwich, expecting it to taste like ice cream. Like if I wanted that, it's a different thing. But I would have mm-hmm. loved... A little more of like creating, creating something for your character. I think I think V's characterization is very much written in, like how how V acts, what V does. You know, the actions taken eventually. There isn't a lot of choice yeah. again. Not that that's necessary, but I wouldn't mind a version of that where okay, I'm now in Night City, not me playing as V, which again, not a problem, but I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nothing else important happened with Cyberpunk, right? Nothing, nothing else, absolutely. Just the well, idea. there was some modding kerfluffle. I'm not exactly certain yeah. what it came down to, but it sounded like uh, they're stamping down some uh, modding attempts of the game. Now, my question on that is that I know they recently gave the thumbs up to mod. This is separate from that, right? Like there's official modding Maybe. tools now. There's there is official modding tools now. That I know. Are this just are you just saying that they're now coming down on regulation of them? I think they're going to be trying to at least uh parse it a bit more than say Bethesda, which allows pretty much for anything. 
I see. So there, it's going to be a lot more curated or maybe picky, pickier curation. Well, Bethesda keeps on trying to curate it, but the community keeps on uh, pushing back. And let's face it. Uh, okay. I don't know if their games would be as popular as they would if they decided to say, nah, we're just not going to allow any modding without Found our an article benefit. Give it to us, Asher Omega. It's in podcast, so... Oh, I thought you were gonna like give us a summary. <laughs> well, I I haven't read it yet, but the title alone just basically spills the beans. Is the fact that uh, twenty seven to seventy are warned to avoid mods after somebody found a security exploit. Apparently, ooh, okay. Well, that does sound a little which serious. that's a that's a bit more serious than what we were thinking. It it's was a bit more cyberpunkish. <laughs> yeah, irony. Uh, the. Ish, uh, like here's a quote from Kotaku. The issue is a vulnerability in external DLL files, which can be used to execute code on PCs. What? <laughs> I mean, it just sounds like more sh- cyberpunk development shenanigans at this point. Like a well, serious yeah. one, but I mean, there there is a part of me that goes like, oh, they screw something else up. Okay, I guess that's where we're at now. <laughs> well, how many games or software for that? At, uh point of value of like anything you could get online I mean let's face it last year was the last year of Flash because of its security vulnerabilities mm-hmm. yeah and so I think this is a, a question of exactly how many games uh, are have poor integration for networking and such that allows people to exploit them and things like mm-hmm. that yeah. so I'm pretty sure that happens for other games as well yeah, it's just that Cyberpunk has, Cyberpunk has so many bugs that, <laughs> let's face it, there's probably some mission-critical ones that they really should have fixed like oh, this. Yeah. See our stream, for an example. The beginning of it. <laughs> well, this is a bit more of a problem because, yeah. let's face it, uh, having dialogue not play, duplicate uh, people, uh, physics not working is relatively low compared to an actual security exploit mm-hmm. in terms of Fact. bad things that happen. So. Yeah, so, yeah, just, I guess just you're, you know, buyer beware as far as mods go. Until but then again, this is up. because of the modding. So at <laughs> the very least, obviously, if you don't per- get any mods, you're supposedly fine. Yeah. You know, the, the other bit of mod-related news that I came across in the last week was the one about Keanu Reeves. Did you hear about that one? No. Uh, are we thinking about the one that, like, they actively shut that one down really fast? Yeah. Well, it might, I'm pretty sure because it's the one where I, I don't know what scene they used or what, what kind of customization they used, but basically you get to have sex with uh, uh, Keanu Reeves' character. Keanu. Yeah, that one, like, literally, uh, CD, uh, CD Project Red shut that one down fast. Yeah. And, um, and I guess I didn't don't... it technically be masturbation? <laughs> well, you see, yeah. the, the, the uh, funny. I think the way that the devs, descri- devs described the situation, and I, don't, I can't really fault them for it, is that because J- Johnny is characterized to look just like Keanu Reeves, they don't want, like, potential lawsuits of allowing his character to be fucked in a video game. His likeness to be fucked in a video game. 
And I guess yeah, there's sense. unfortunately a lot of lawyers and managers and contracts that probably would get really screwed up if essentially his image was misused. Mm-hmm. Especially if his contract did not allow him to star in such scenes, regardless of context. You know, another downside to the whole thing is that, like, I, I, I think there is some, there's some joy in, in having people that we know, actors we know, celebrities that we know participate in games like this. So it would really mm-hmm. suck if this ends up discouraging, like, people from like, oh, I don't want to have my character a render of my physical life. Well, this was already a controversy years ago, remember? Are you thinking about Ellen Page? Uh, yeah, no. Elliot Page. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, yes, thank you. Uh, but yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Were we on the same page there? Yeah. Yeah, that happened too. That was a big controversy because it was cutting close in terms of nudity. And I believe at the time, uh, uh, I'm trying to make sure I'm saying the correct pronoun. Sorry, he wanted his, his to make sure that there was no exploitation or things like you know nipples on his model, mm-hmm. and they went ahead and made nipples anyway. So yeah, they used like somebody else, or they you know. Well, it doesn't matter, own, but the idea yeah. was is that they wasn't supposed to be that detailed. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be sort of Barbie-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. meant to be true nudity, per se, even though you could say you would never see it. Honestly, I'm, I'm always wonder why it didn't blow up more, you know, now, now that I consider consider the ramifications. Like, I hope this doesn't blow uh... up anymore. It was like, we have, we have Vin Diesel showing up in a video game pretty soon, you know, like this is something that might be. This is something he already might showed be up in about. one. Oh, that's true. Well, I mean, well, I mean, we're talking about slightly better graphics now. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> I don't think that ever came to PC, as far as I can tell. I don't know if Butcher Bay ever escaped the Xbox. Yeah, I don't know either. But well, but funny. It's funny how that's very a very cyberpunk esque problem to consider now. People using a rendering of uh, you. No, I think uh, stars will participate in more video games just simply because uh, some of them, especially the younger ones, have grew up in that culture. Mm-hmm. So I think they are not going to be so uh, overly, uh, you know, standoffish with not participating in video games. At least as starring roles and things like that, especially in things like uh, Last of Us Part Two, or things like that of that nature, which are more cinematic in its uh, presentation. So it's a easier translation for them in terms of using their image, their likeness, Mm -hmm. their personality, things like that, for the appropriate, you know, cinema, the cinematic experience you would get out of games like that. I mean, they just but, one of those capture suits. And, uh, man, I saw some behind the scenes. Keanu had to do. Those things are crazy. But I think it's going to still be a similar problem of, say, the Avengers game because of whether or not they are have the rights to use their likenesses. 
because I'm pretty sure the Avengers game did have the rights to use their likenesses, but they didn't have the uh, actual actors reprise their roles for it, so they had stand-ins, as usual. I remember there was some discussion about that. Like, I don't know if anyone ever admitted to that being the case. I think there was well, an assumption that they that that these likenesses that he tried in the Avengers game were trying to mm-hmm. emulate the actors a bit. Well, of course they're trying to emulate the actors, but they're not they the actual actors. But they didn't want to because pay for it. Because it costs people. Yeah. It, it costs a lot, effectively. And let's face it, uh, I don't think video game budgets have gotten a balloon to the point of where they can afford essentially Hollywood talent, uh, especially on the same scale as, say, uh, uh, Endgame, effectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, to have all those uh, actors reprise their roles for a video game. Because you would probably end up... (laughs) Well, you would probably end up uh, going from a relatively... uh, I don't know exactly how much the Avengers uh, video game cost. Because I know it cost actually quite a bit. Didn't it? uh, I feel like it was still 60. I don't know if they made it 70. No, 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 not the cost oh, of the cost. game. I mean the production cost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Because I want to say it's around 100, mil- 100 million, but I might be lowballing it. Also, hello. You actually came here fairly quick. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> hello, Fates. How you doing? Sorry to be jumping into uh, into the podcast a bit late. Not yeah. to worry. My my only regret now is that we did not get past a Resident Evil discussion before you came on. So yeah, yeah we, I mean it's fine. It's <laughs> this is fine. I just don't I mean, have much to say. It's not my it's not my personal cup of tea. You can talk about the annoyance that you have about with all the various uh, memes and such. You could definitely talk about that. They don't bother me that much. They're just like really? oh. Okay, you want to be stepped on by giant sexy lady. Okay, have fun with that. That's not my scene on multiple levels, but have fun with that. You know, this is yeah. I don't know. I sort of like uh, Chris Igor. Chris Igor. Wait, who's Chris uh, Igor? Do you, uh, Chris Redfield's new character design for. I, didn't, I eight? did not even see that. Uh, <laughs> let me just get a picture that describes <laughs> I mean, it perfectly. As is being suggested by this topic, there's only been one thing about this game that's been really popping everywhere, so... <laughs> well, yes, because it's memeable and slightly pornographic. Yeah, a lot of people are going like, oh, goody, giant, huge, dommy, mommy, vampire lady, who's apparently giant 9 woman, foot six. Giant woman, Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah, 9 okay. foot 6, well, 9 foot 6 including the hat, apparently. Yeah, true. Uh, and then the other half is apparently the zombie uh, girls. Yeah, daughters, right? That's what I heard. The daughters, yeah. And, and I saw a meme that perfectly kind of like emphasizes the things like, it's like, I thought you wanted to fuck me. It's like, I didn't know you'd be smelling of basically rotting corpse and blood and dirt. I'm going to be honest. At, like, I brought this conversation here just purely for the, for the lulls because, yeah, this does nothing for me. And I don't understand what happened here. I don't know. Yeah. Wait, is that Ethan that's being carried by everybody else? No, those are all Chris Redfield. Oh, can't you tell? Oh. God. 
<laughs> Resident Evil 2, and then Resident Evil 5, I think? Yeah. Then Resident then Evil 7. 7. Now Resident Evil 8. 8. <laughs> Gar. I see Chris. why the, I see why it's Chris Igor for sure. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, like I I don't understand. I mean, I guess I kind of I don't know. No, you know, honestly, I don't understand. I look I look at it. I look at the the memes and I go, "Okay. Sure. All right. People have their things. Got it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm just sticking to my normal philosophy, which is don't yuck someone else's yum, yeah. and just say, well, I mean, it's not for me, but uh, do you, boo boo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not yeah. much else to say about it other yeah. than uh, grow fat it's and an, happy. It's an it's an internet phenomenon. It it, it, it is what it is. Tragic spin. I, apparently, one of those one of the actresses that played one of the daughters uh, passed away very recently. Oh, oh goodness! Yeah, so that's sad. Yeah, so I'm gonna leave that r- rotted cherry on top of what this was supposed to be there. <laughs> rotted Ooh. cherry! Yay, rotting cherry! So to transition, I'll take us from Resident Evil to a new program that I'm gonna try to get all of you interested in, which is called Resident Alien. Uh, okay. 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 I yeah. was wondering about this topic. <gasps> Okay. Okay. But does anybody know it? Am I, or I'm starting from scratch here. Yeah. Scratch. scratch. Okay. So Resident Alien is a new sci-fi original. Well, I guess original asterisk. Oh. It's based on a, off a comic. A Stiffy original. Yes. I saw commercials Stiffy. on it. It looks uh, eh. Okay. The the draw is that it has Alan Turdick. Yeah, which Alan, Alan Turdick, Turdick is amazing. Yeah. Like that is okay. the reason I I even bothered to watch it. If it wasn't for him, yeah. I mean, it's I say that as in I didn't need anything else. But if it wasn't for that, I might not have given it a chance. But I did, and I was rewarded by a pretty entertaining sh- procedural. Because kind of what it is, at least from the pilot, it's another you know procedural where you know someone's brought in. There's something going on. You solve it using you know in, you know detectiving and smarts and blah blah their blah. particular s- skill set uh, that allows them to detective better than most detectives yeah, yeah. except in this okay. case the the draw the, the the catch the gimmick is that alan turdick is playing a alien an actual fall from space alien who is impersonating a doctor he killed and is now being it was accidentally recruited to do all this investigating stuff because he's the only doctor in the small backwoods town Okay. Interesting. Okay, it's, it sounds it's, pretty similar to Psych. Yeah, it's based on a comic. I think they they do take different liberties because of course most of these things usually do when they put it on television. Uh spoiler, the the the, the alien is there to kill all of humanity. And he just he just crash landed <laughs> and lost and lost the tool he needs to do it. So the, we're going to follow him as he both searches for this thing and helps the town around him. And to avoid detection. He, yep. And probably all the friends he makes along the way. Oh, boy. Well, there, okay, though, there is somebody... more who, like Dexter now, but... There is somebody who can identify him as an alien, like a little kid who, who sees past his, like, superpowers to hide himself. They explain it, but all you need to know is it's comedic. 
it, it the small kid somehow sees it and nobody believes him kind of situation yep got it, it. so now i'm starting to get zim vibes <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly it's like, a bit of everything this synopsis is really just about you know it's you have to at some level have to enjoy this type of tv show otherwise i might not do it for you but i mean it's fun to see alan do his thing i love watching that guy do stuff so that alone is enough to keep me interested at this point just because i like to see him do his thing and Mm -hmm. it is pretty moving too there's some some things that drew me to it and i thought were engaging uh, independent of him but i think he's he's still the biggest and best drum probably still worth a watch and you know, it's one of the, I'm ho- I'm hoping it's one of these shows that's like 10, 13 episode season, so I don't have to spend 25 episodes watching it. But, but they are like hour long ish, so like 45 minutes per episode kind of deal. Mm-hmm. But I highly recommend. And Asher okay. MPX, you can totally watch it in a place that I have access to that you have access to. Because it's okay. Great. So. <laughs> or if you have sci-fi watch it on sci-fi <laughs> okay so with that I need to go back to modding real quick because I wanted to okay. talk I wanted to talk about Fallout a little bit most oh the the frontier thing yeah well more because I, I heard that there's rumors that Ve- New Vegas 2 is happening I just wanted to say that out loud and rejoice yay it's happening woot but that's all there is, mm-hmm. so nothing else to say to that. And I also was going to touch on the the, the frontier, that like this like fan made expansion to to New Vegas, which at the time that I added mm-hmm. to the list was just supposed to be oh look cool new Fallout thing I'm gonna have to try one day. Yeah. But it has since turned into something dramatic <laughs> since I added it. Long story short, it sounds like one of the developers on on this mod. Uh, I guess they dug out some creep factor stuff about him, and, mm-hmm. and the content that he and he ended up entering into the the expansion. And I guess he has been removed from the team, and his and his uh, contributions to the project have been removed. Hmm. Okay. And it was like like I I think the stuff that was being dug up by people was like pseudo pedo. So I guess yeah, that's not great. I I did not look up exactly what it was, but. There's that. It Although, was definitely, you know, not yeah. good. And actually, even like a few days even before I saw that, like official reporting, I I had heard people, even like people I, like I know on social media who were complaining about some of the dialogue choices, which apparently were all attributed to this this modder. And it mm. all involved like, like sex slaves and, and stuff like that. So like, I don't know what kind of like QA mods do, but I guess... None of it was in great taste. Like obviously, well, I, was, I saw it out of considering context. Considering most amateur efforts, getting anybody to do QA for the mods in the first place would be considered, yeah. you know, rather professional. Yeah, very true. I mean, I don't know if they do like content review. They have a meeting and go, "Hey, Bob, what are you adding to the game today?" Well, that's <laughs> probably the reason why so much of this stuff was put in before anybody really realized what was going on. Is because, like, well, who's going to do double check on everybody else's stuff? Yeah, and like I guess without seeing it myself, I'm not I'm like like not making a full judgment call or anything like that. But it seemed like whatever was happening escalated really quickly from the moment I heard about like 
weird choices in the game. Mm. Which, tying it back to what we were talking about mods before, I guess it's just like, you know, mods be mods, and I get, I don't actually, I don't even know if Bethesda like put an official word on it, like. Like, I don't know if they've taken any kind of action or put a statement or anything now that I think about it. Uh, uh, I feel like the main reason why they wouldn't want to make a statement is by acknowledging the fact that they exist. They unfortunately may broadcast that this is a problem and more people would dogpile on them for even announcing that they're doing something about it. Or, instead of letting everybody dogpile in other words, it's just sort of hoping that nobody pays attention to it and it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I do plan on trying it out for myself one day, this Frontier, because it's supposed to be pretty expansive. Mm -hmm. Like, it's pretty ambitious from what I understand. So, once that happens in the maybe not that distant future, I'll let everybody know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, the other thing I think we're talking about a little bit about is the Borderlands movie that, that I recently knew was a thing. I think oh, I've heard rumors boy. about it, but I think once I heard this this particular announcement is when, like, oh, okay, they really are doing it. That particular annou- announcement being that they have cast, for the role of Roland, Kevin Hart. Which, kind of interesting that they got Kevin Hart for that. Right? I, like... Yeah. I well, it makes some sense it. to get a comedian for a movie that's like Borderlands, which has to de- have to have a bit of comedy to it, so... True that. Yeah. True that. I mean, like, th- that's why I say it's like, it kind of is a little weird that they got him, but, I mean, it, it, it does make sense in the fact that it's like, hey, he should have the comedic timing down to do some of the crazy bullshit banter for the movie. Well, the question is whether it can actually fit in as Roland. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, because I feel like of all the characters, Roland's like one of the more serious characters. Or like, or at least he plays it straight. Like, his character kind of plays things straight a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. that is not something I would have associated with Kevin Hart at all, but... But who knows? And actually, I don't even know. That, I don't even know if this is live action. I was thinking about that too. Like, is this live action? Like, maybe well, they just want his voice. I don't know. Honestly, you know, these days, who knows? Maybe DreamWorks is going to make it. <laughs> well, there was the big push for animation because of COVID last year. So, because it allows people to build things together without necessarily being in the same place and dealing with the entire, you know, uh, restrictions on set. Yeah. Um, considering that, like, there have been a couple of things that are coming out as animations uh, that uh, apparently were originally planned to be live action, but the <laughs> people are like, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to do live action while this is happening." And wouldn't, wouldn't so that stuff switched... been developed much earlier, though? Like, I can't imagine something that was developed last year. Isn't that too short of a timeline? Well. This is stuff yeah, that, especially for animation. Well, this was stuff that apparently they were just getting the cast together, mm-hmm. and they were about to before COVID hit. So, I'm not sure if they actually are going to go through with changing it completely over to animation or not. 
but there were I definitely saw rumors of basically a couple of shows that were go, uh, finally getting out of the planning stage and then moving over to live action before their companies held them back going like maybe we could do this as an animation instead hmm. I'd love to see what those projects end up being yeah it, it's one of those like I I'd like them to do more animation because you can do a lot more with animation than you can with live action to a certain extent mm-hmm. but at the same time I, this is kind of getting into a rant that I've always uh, people keep constantly going like well that's just your opinion it's like well your opinion about live action is also just an opinion kind of thing but uh, it's okay our whole show is about opinions here at FRG so it's just that my my thoughts are animation and live action are live action is pretty good if you're trying to depict real life or at least as close to real life as possible um whereas animation you can do the fantastic super well yep agreed and the problem is people go like but live action's more for adults like no it isn't you don't necessarily have to uh, just uh, place animation as it's only for kiddies it it makes me think of that that astronaut astronaut theme that meme where uh, the astronaut's looking at the planet and you go wait animation's not just for kids never was (laughs) and the guy but no it's kind of this weird stigma that's been kind of falling around anyway of animation is always for kids and then like literally uh so uh, like a bit of like stupid internet nerd culture like oh then let me just show them like legend of the overfiend anime and it's like everybody that knows that title me goes like nope you're not showing anybody that yeah i mean yeah the, the only quote-unquote problem with that kind of stuff is that either it's just for kids or it's for like 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 oh this is for weird people like there's no in between it's like oh they made it for kids or this is for people who are weird and and shouldn't be part of society (laughs) yeah it's the fact that it's like but yeah we're kind of getting off topic at this point yeah also worth noting in the casting is that Kate Blanchett is playing Lilith so that seems like that that could work (laughs) so I mean yeah I mean Lilith is kind of just I'd say really straight-laced a little bit, or at least just not quite on point. So, I don't know. It should be. I think it'll be a fun movie. I, hopefully a fun movie. I guess we'll see how it, really, how it turns out. But you know, Well, it's I think a better maybe... question of what it's set at, like Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2. If they're casting Roland and Lilith, I have to imagine they're trying to rehash the story of the first game. Well, apparently it doesn't like matter playing. whether it's the first or second game, since both of them are, share the same, you know, characters in both of them, sort of. So, yeah, I would think two would be stronger because you obviously have a far better villain in Handsome Jack. Facts, but again, they're not beholden to that. They could totally have first first set of Borderland Vault Hunters versus Jack. Which actually, Basically, then I think about it, they, they, they could totally depict that. 
I mean, it could be the fact because I, I remember from a bit from two was the fact that like the original four did try and face off against Jack and lost. Yeah, and we never really got to see. Yeah, pre sequel. Sorry, pre sequel. (laughs) Which I have not played. It's pretty good. All I know is there's a butt stomp. (laughs) So there, there is that. So I guess they could go that route too. Because you're right. It would only if they want a lot of success, they could try to play the, the handsome Jack card. Because man, it was that a powerful card. Yeah, I, I know I a lot of people. Like... Go ahead. I was gonna say I like I have nothing against the Calypso twins. I I thought they were good, and I like what everything that happened in that one. It's just it's so hard to get it's like an almost accidentally compelling character as as Handsome Jack. They did such a good job with that. So we'll see. That might not be a bad idea. Mm-hmm. You, you have an excellent point, MPX. They, they they almost should purposely go that route just to, the, for the excuse to have Handsome Jack on screen. Well, it all depends on what's going on in the writer's room. For all we know, it could be a very strange reimagining of Borderlands. So. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Anything else Where? on the Borderlands topic? Nah, not really. Okay. Let's no, not really. Um, I put in Plex Arcade just because I was slightly excited at the time, but I don't know if there's anything worth talking about. <laughs> it's just another game subscription program. Oh, yeah. That's a bit of news that actually came down the pipe. What was oh. it? Uh, Stadia is closing its first-party studios. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, you're right. Yeah. Uh, oh, so sad for them. Oh, no. <laughs> Violin well, playing noises. We are talking about people effectively losing their jobs. So uh, I mean, yeah, okay, fair, 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 <laughs> yeah. fair. Especially in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I, I could say, time. I could say, you know, bank the wrong, uh, back the wrong horse, but you know, hopefully they have some context to get them some jobs during the time. But it's unfortunate. Now, you think this yeah. is a? a a deaf cry of Stadia, or is this them trying to to, to pivot? On one hand, it's probably it. Google uh, trimming some fat. <laughs> because I don't know exactly how much uh, Google itself is suffering underneath, you know, this economic uh, backlash of various things, because they're probably doing the best out of any corporation in America. Mm-hmm. Because of how integral, you know, their services, YouTube, all the things underneath them. I mean, yeah. I, in that front, I have to mention they're doing pretty good. Um, I but mean, I don't know how they're developing. Stadia being going, such but... a poor showing for yeah. like, when did it get released? Like 2019? Maybe a year before, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, at this October point, November. I'm thinking that this is probably uh, just simply, you know, starting the mothballing process. They're not the going to claim that it was a. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. I mean, I, I think we were. A lot of us were excited when we heard the news about them trying this, but. Not really. I was not really optimistic, but I was like, well, if anyone can do it. 
I think we actually had an entire podcast on, well, if anyone can do it, it's going to be Google. Yeah. And we, we did have a... No, they could not. Yeah, we did have a uh, perspective on it. And we basically said Google would probably have the most resources to bring to bear. But the question but, really is, is whether they actually did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's two th- there's two things about this, too, because we're talking about that they shuttered their first-party studios. It's likely that they probably just didn't have what it took to create games. That That is a different skill in and of itself than creating a streaming service, which they could still pull off at this point. Like if MPX says, <laughs> this could be them trimming off the fat, just figuring out, oh, we are not good at this. Let's go back to what we really are good at, and maybe we can salvage this whole thing. Uh, fair, fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Because I I, th- I think there is a, I mean I, I guess I can't speak for everybody but I, I I do want them to succeed at this because this is good for this is good for gaming in general but I think there's this obviously makes apparent a lot of challenges with making this work the way they want it to work I will say though I think yeah. Xbox is having a good showing in that front like they have a streaming service they also it's not their focal point which helps out a lot they can kind of play with it without having to fully rely on it where Stadia kind of went all all in on it but you know it's pushing the technology forward so maybe that's that that overall will be a, a step of progress for our our form of entertainment but we'll yeah. see again like I just meant we just mentioned Plex is starting their own streaming service as part of what they have going on and Amazon has something coming out pretty soon too so I, if nothing else it definitely seemed like it spurred on a lot of these other tech companies to try their hand at streaming games. So maybe well, I think it was probably uh, going on in the background for some time. I mean, the Nvidia streaming service thing, I'm pretty sure was announced and already functioning uh, a year before uh, Stadia was released. Yeah, it really hasn't kind of garnered any much attention, but. I think a lot of people have stated it's actually better than Stadia, but is it? I think service, it is, I mean, like, quality of service-wise it is, but I think there's a, I've also heard complaints about, like, they won't let you, you know, there's time limits, and they'll let you only play certain games, and then other companies were complaining about, oh, we don't want NVIDIA letting us stream the game because it's our game, we want people to pay for it, or some shenanigans like that. And obviously, Google didn't do their uh, Galaxy Brain move of just simply buying NVIDIA and, mm. and repurposing their streaming service for their streaming service. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that would have been a good idea, or are you glad they didn't do that? I don't uh, know. I would say it would probably have been a bad idea because, let's face it, Google is pretty close to a monopoly already. Mm-hmm. It's rather monopolistic at the very least. Start placing your bets if they get broken up one day. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I, I'm not taking that action. <laughs> that is a losing bet, good sir. Yeah. It all depends on what happens. So, who can tell? Ooh, speaking of shenanigans, I, I don't think we're going to be able to get too deep into this. I feel like there are experts who can better speak to it than we can, but... I think we we can't. I actually haven't been following it properly, so I really don't have a proper understanding of exactly what is exactly going on. 
So I'm talking about the game stock. This game stunk. I yes. even did on purpose. Oh, I, I didn't song. mean to do that. <laughs> I didn't mean to say game stunk, but it come, came out that way. No, no, no. You're fine. Game stonks <laughs> is the correct term. Yes. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah. Probably the best way to refer to it as. Yeah, it is, but it, I didn't yeah. even do it on purpose. I didn't mean to say it, but it came out correct. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. I, I've been kind of forced to follow along because people have been talking about it at work. Uh, and these people are not necessarily top of the line, but they are amateur stock traders. Because they've been using... Because one guy at work has been trying to get me to join Robinhood for a long time, and I'm like, I... Don't. Mm, Don't. No. Yeah, no, definitely not Robinhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've... Uh, I've le- I'm just gonna... That's that's my 100% opinion on that, is definitely not Robinhood. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like it's not just Robinhood, at least as, as I understand it. Yeah, no, there, there were a couple, but, I mean, let's be honest, one of them... One of them ha- gave themselves the uh, name of "We steal from the rich to give to the poor," and then promptly stole from the poor to give to the hedge funds. So, yeah. well, as I understand it, they ended up essentially lying to their customers about, "Yeah, we're going to essentially sell your stocks off to make sure that you know we don't." Uh, cause problems for the market and then yeah. lied about it market volatility yeah and that's 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 kind of the the issue there is that they're like oh well we're just gonna go ahead and we're gonna just go ahead and do this here we're gonna go ahead and sell these don't worry about it uh and then yeah people were actually posting pictures saying hey look they straight up sold this i didn't request this they straight up sold this without my consent <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. do we do all four of us have an understanding of the inciting incident from last week? Uh, more or somewhat. less. Like, a general do, do idea. Want, do you do you want me to give us a quick overview of it? Probably of uh, like the whole thing of like the short selling or yeah. how deep are yeah. you going? Just the short okay. selling, like hedge funds try to short sell, internet trolled and and made GameStop shoot up. When you short sell, that means you're betting that the price will go down. And because the Wall Street bets Reddit wanted to fuck these hedge funds, they made it go up, which success hedge funds fucked because the price went the opposite direction. Everything ensues, including what we're saying about Robinhood, possibly, maybe, almost certainly protecting the hedge funds with artificial uh, manipulation. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, a lot of things have been chaos essentially. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing multiple and. My perspective on it is like, okay, so people have been doing what the star, uh, like, finally figured out what the stock market does. Yep. And people are like, that's not how the stock market works. It's like, no, that's how the stock market works. Mm-hmm. That's it's not just how they like, want you to know that it works. But yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> and so, like, from my perspective, it's more of the fact it's like, so is it a free market or are we just fucking around with rich people's money at this point? because uh, I'm not sure what started the whole like let's just do the, uh, like the actual like inciting incident like the direct point I mean 
but to, to quickly do that one, I could tell you is that this Wall Street bets subreddit has been around forever, doing more trollish stuff and like talking amongst themselves about stocks. Like, that's well, as I understand it, Wall about. Street bets was always sort of a gambling den of effectiveness of yeah. a mm-hmm. bunch of amateur traders. Oh yeah, hundred percent. What they found out though through their various channels of information was that they underst- how they understood it was they saw that big players were trying to short GameStop. They got that information, and which is all publicly available, but they you know they put it into a oh we can read it and find out what's going on kind of way. So once that yeah. once that knowledge was shared amongst everyone on that subreddit, they kind of coalesced into taking action opposite the hedge funds, and hence last week. Uh, so essentially, if and I may be horribly wrong about this. Apparently, they got their hands on some insider trading information. But it's not that, that insider. The hedge fund. Uh, that, not exactly. Yeah, I know. It's publicly available information that you know they were able to compile into. Like, oh, now we see what what course people were recommending you to short sell on GameStop because mm-hmm. oh, hey, the price is going to go down. Therefore, the more short sellers on GameStop would mean the price would go down more, meaning that the people who were short selling would get the benefit. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. And the subreddit just but, happened to be able to make collective action in the opposite direction. Which I say mm-hmm. happened by, to because, like, that's difficult. Like, even, like, a week later, if you look at what they're trying to do in after this, there isn't a lot of cohesion. Like, there is a bit, but not enough to make the same kind of impact. It just kind of worked in this case. Yeah, it was a perfect storm type of scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, admittedly, like I've started to see a couple of quotations news sites trying to get people to follow along for their advice, but because like I've seen some people like, oh no, like the r slash uh, Wall Street bets is now buying onto silver. I'm like. Why would they do that? Yeah, that's the other. See, that's the kind of thing. There's there's ideas going around, but there's not enough like co- coalition. They can't make the same move again. It just there's not enough. There's not enough pointing in the same direction. But there's talks like yeah. that going on. Well, and there was actually with the silver one. I did see there was some movement. Like it wasn't crazy, like it was for Gamestonk, but there was definitely some movement. Well, it's a question of exactly how many people have their stock, their money effectively stuck in the GameStop thing on hold because of the entire meme effectively of trying to screw over uh, the hedge funds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if they don't have, you know, as much liquid cash available as some of the other people on Wall Street bets who can, you know, do all these other, you know, uh, uh, coalition type uh, deals effectively this is a perfect time uh, to, to forcibly insert this one statement into this before we go any further oh yeah Don't nobody have... here is a financial expert and you should not use any of our advice or uh criticism for your financial gains or losses oh yeah 100 percent. nobody here <laughs> we are not we do not work with any kind of brokerage we are not any kind of anything we have our own personal knowledge and that's it and that is not necessarily something you should trust or follow as your end all be all yeah it's not helping and uh, it's like if you tell me to do stocks all i know about is like a bear and bull market i should have invested in nvidia back in 20 uh, 2002 
<laughs> I should have invested in GameStop about two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, but we're all. Unfortunately, unfortunately that was Robinhood. Robinhood took too long to approve my account, and mm-hmm. now I and then they finally approved it today, and I'm like, well, screw you. Now yeah. I know better. One thing I think I can say with confidence, though, is that don't don't fuck around with this if you don't have money to lose. Don't play this game. Like, I, if you want yeah, to get that's in this one meme, thing I've seen repeated often is that uh, don't get into this if you don't have if you can't afford to lose the money that you put onto it. Some of the yeah, loudest exactly. voices voices in this whole thing, especially in that subreddit, are people who can lose or even are crazy enough to lose shit, you know, and still be okay with it. Yeah, you are me. You might not be that person. Don't fucking play with this if you ain't got money. To lose. So whales. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, essentially, yes. <laughs> essentially, that's what a hedge. That's what the hedge funds managers are. Are the whales? Oh God, that's why they're yeah. trying to protect them. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's well, that's yeah. the other. That is the best piece of advice I've ever heard, and I will pass on. Do not gamble what you cannot afford to lose. Just like with Vegas, if you're walking in with your entire life savings, you're gonna have a bad time. There might be some people who get away with with some pocket money after this, but don't don't think it's some like get rich event for the whole country here. Going oh here. God, no! <laughs> yeah, no, especially now that it's already course being course corrected. Mm-hmm. It's it's now official. That's why I was like, it's unfortunate that it's already over. The party is over, folks. Yep. Go home. Yep. Yeah, because now if you're trying to jump in now, hoping to rekindle the magic, you are definitely going to have a bad time. Yeah, Honestly, you are going to have to. Have- Maneuver to some other stalker. The party was over the moment we all learned, learned about it. That's how quickly that. that yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everything else was residuals. <laughs> well, that's effectively the stock market in a nutshell. Uh, by the time you know about it, something going up or going down, uh, you're too late to actually take advantage of it. Except, Unless you're doing except, insider trading, and then that's that's when you're a bad person. Except no, I did get into it, guys. I did get in on some action last week. Oh, I got on. I I jumped on the 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 Doge Doge coin. The Doge, Doge coin. And I'm. And I, uh, I, made, I would uh, recommend sitting on it. I'm. I, yeah. I made triple my money. You know how much money oh, I put in? Really? Mm-hmm. Ten bucks. dollars. Twenty-five bucks. Ah, I was closer. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Price of rights rules. Well, I would recommend yeah, sitting on it. Uh, twenty-five if... in, seventy-five out. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's down now. I like I'm only making like ten bucks now, but it's, you know, it's a win somewhere, and it was just for fun. Again, I can lose that shit. I'm okay with that. I put that money knowing yeah. that if it fucking goes away, that's okay. Yeah, but the idea is is that you could possibly leave it there and come back a couple years from now and actually see it grow, you know, by ten times. Oh Good. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to one dollar, baby. Right now it's at thirty cents. No, three cents. Three cents. <laughs> Uh, so we'll see, but yeah, the the memes mm-hmm. were pretty good about it. I, I, yeah, yeah. So a good time. Um, I don't think this actually helped GameStop. That's something else that's probably worth mentioning now. I don't think GameStop was helped by this whole situation. Oh <laughs> uh, no, there was there was conversation going around about if you are benefiting from this, you should be uh, giving money to GameStop. You should definitely go give money to GameStop because they're the reason you're making money, and there were probably well, people who did. 
Oh, I think you're going to talk about the story I was about to interrupt with. Go ahead. Uh, the the guy who took a bunch of his winnings and uh, took it and bought switches for I'm trying to remember like a children's hospital. Children's hospitals. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, which is which is honestly genuinely wholesome, and that guy is awesome, and yeah, should get awesome, awesome. in his life. That yeah. person should get extreme awesomeness in their life because that yeah. that is fucking wholesome content that I need to see Fuck in this the yeah. year of our Lord twenty twenty one. I'm fucking tearing up thinking about it. Fuck. To the that end, fucking awesome of the year twenty one. Yeah, every month, every week, please. Yeah, closer and closer. I hope he's COVID immune. That would be nice. Yeah. All right. So with that, I think we have one last very exciting thing to talk about. Uh oh! <laughs> What'd you do now, Asher? I'll let you go for it, man. This is this is your baby. So, uh, the biggest kaiju film, at least of this year. Well, maybe not necessarily the biggest. At least maybe in Japan, there may be something bigger in Japan. But uh, the most currently kind of controversial film at least in kaiju circles, uh, Godzilla versus Kong. And yeah. uh, it is controversial because everyone's making the jokes of like Godzilla fans trying to explain why Godzilla will win and Kong fans, monkey. Monkey. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but technically, uh, like, Legendary has stated that the end, uh, the end of the movie will be in honor of the same way that the original movie ended. Which, if you watch the original uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, uh, neither one. Hashtag so surprised. Hashtag surprised not. Um. So people are trying to figure out, uh, like the people in the our actual kaiju fans are trying to figure out what is possibly going to be the big twist and so far they figured it has to deal with mecha godzilla i mean almost certainly because I mean, I, I a feel like the, the sensibility of the american market does not want to see two big names fight it out without there being some like third party they actually team up against like that's kind of the formula yeah, <laughs> yeah and so far the plot uh like most of the kaiju fans are basically going like it's got to be mechagodzilla dressed up as godzilla because a we have seen his visage in the trailer for like one second mm-hmm. so um, in there. so basically people are gonna uh, are figuring that godzilla and kong are going to find out that uh, and the humans are going to find out that there's a third party involved and Mechagodzilla is the third party, and they're going to team up and beat up Mechagodzilla. But they're, uh, so far, people are trying to figure out if the evil organization that's trying to get rid of all kaiju is the one behind it, or if we're going to get the aliens behind one of the versions of Mechagodzilla to be the uh, instigators this time. Now, see that this this I think we can place bets on. I'm almost certain it's going to be ter- terrestrial, not not extraterrestrial. Yeah. So you think it's going to be just the anti uh, kaiju, uh, the anti Titan? Yep. Uh, team. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of hope that they're backed by aliens just to fuck around with people. I mean, that would be funny. Because, like, that that's the thing is, like, A, um... People are thinking that it's, uh, like, the reason why we're going to get, like, a double, uh, like, evil, uh, like, evil Mechagodzilla is either, A, they're going to follow Kiryu 3, which was the Mechagodzilla that was ba- uh, that was built on the bones of Godzilla. Um, and I'm trying to remember which era it was that had the Mechagodzilla that was basically just an alien attempt at making an anti-Godzilla weapon so that they could take over Earth by beating Godzilla. (laughs) Um, Because, A, there's points from the first movie that they did find an entire skeleton of a titan of Godzilla's species. And so people are wondering, okay, are they going to take that and make essentially a Kiryu 3-type Mechagodzilla? But then people are going to go like, well, where are they going to find the materials or who's going to basically back the team to build it? And that's where, like, some people are saying, like, well, it's going to be aliens because they can do it in secret. And my thoughts are like people doing shit in secret. I I feel like a terrestrial organization in that movie universe can get away with it. Yeah. Um some people are actually thinking that Monarch may have actually built Mechagodzilla as an anti-Titan weapon, and then it got stolen? You know, that's one and... theory that I was trying to follow, because I, I forget that character's name in the movie, but his son seems like he's a character in this movie, this new one. The, the yeah. doctor who sacrificed himself at the end of the movie. There's, oh, there's, yeah. There's speculation on whether he's following in his father's footsteps or if he has some sort of grudge against Godzilla now because of what happened and he's going to be on the anti-Godzilla team. Yeah. So it's one of those situations where, like, there's a lot of speculation back and forth. But all we know is that pretty much... Uh, pretty much everybody's agreed on Mechagodzilla is going to probably be the evil third party that's been, quotations, gallivanting as Godzilla. What if it's Mecha oh. Kong? <laughs> Surprise! God, be... He rips off the Godzilla suit, and it's Mecha Kong. That would be weird, but <laughs> funny as hell. Um, but like to kind of pull back from the you know kaiju circles back into the normie lands. Um, current the uh, the current arguments are basically Godzilla is a walking nuclear reactor. Kong is going to die to, oh, Kong's going to win because he's a big monkey and he's a tool user. He's going to outsmart and brain Godzilla with apparently a Godzilla scale axe. Yeah, I saw that. It looked neat. And I'm sitting there going like, okay, I could see Kong as being, you know, a tool user because technically King Kong was a, you know, smart, uh, a smart kaiju. Um, and so basically using something that is from uh, Godzilla as a weapon against him, that's actually not original, but it is actually fairly accurate to some of the kaiju films. Um, admittedly, it's also some of the uh, crazier aspects in the factor that uh, in some of the later 
uh, Godzilla films, you find out that pretty much half of Godzilla's rogues galaxy is basically, oh, something that got exposed to Godzilla's blood and <laughs> mutated into a kaiju. Oh. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Normyland is all about, like, oh, Kong's going to win. Godzilla's going to win. I'm saying they're going to, like, Lizard, Monkey, <laughs> Bot. And we know that you, bot's going to be the big bad. Yeah, and and you know, I think I think the whole whether either either of them will win, you know, people are just playing that up. Like, I think everyone expects. Yeah. I think everyone expects that there's going to be a third party that they have to fight, even if they don't know about kaiju's at all and can't guess Mechagodzilla. Again, I think the formula here is that eventually they will team up to fight some third party, whoever that is. Yeah. So in the meantime, we're going to play up the whole Edward versus Jacob type of fight here. Yeah, I, I know some. Uh, I did see a couple people who, and this is mostly in kaiju circles, that was pissed that the third uh, that uh, the big bad in King of the Monsters was Ghidorah because some people were actually saying Ghidorah would have been a good third party to show up in uh, Godzilla vs Kong because a Ghidorah could kind of finagle his way to look uh, to basically like oh this looks like godzilla's work because of various aspects that Ghidorah had mm-hmm. um but at the same time it's like eh, yeah no um for all because uh, like we know that Ghidorah is also uh, is a space kaiju um quotations invasive species ha 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 um it also opens up the door the fact that there could also be another invasive uh species of kaiju that could be also invading earth again so it's one of those situations where it's like from my perspective i'm gonna watch it because it's literally stupid fun it looks cool as i don't care yeah that um, was a good trailer and like you, like you, you know me david like I appreciate these movies, but like I, I'm, I don't, they don't get me excited. I guess you could say. I, I, I feel like that doesn't do it justice, but I think that's the best way I can describe it. I was pretty fucking excited seeing the trailers. Like, ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I liked King of the Monsters. In case that wasn't clear, I liked that movie a lot too. But this one really like something jazzed. I don't know what it is about what they did with this trailer. I did not go into that trailer thinking that I would come out really excited for it, but I am. Yeah, I mean, it was a good trailer. Don't get me wrong. Um, Ed Miller, like, people are trying... Like, this is actually on both sides. Is People are trying to figure out how much... uh, Like, how much of the screen time is going to be devoted to the kaiju and how much screen time is going to be devoted to, of course, the Humies. I really think they learned their lesson from the first Godzilla... Quote-unquote, first Godzilla movie they had back in, like, 2013, 14. Like, okay, too much people, not enough Godzilla. What the fuck are you doing? And then I think King of the yeah. Monsters was like, there you go, you did it. You did it. That's what we wanted. <laughs> and I wouldn't say that. that. The, no? What do you mean? I mean, I, it didn't have enough monsters. The it, second it movie. Leading, they were still yeah. leaning in the right direction. Yeah. Maybe it, it, better 20% to 40% isn't enough. <laughs> uh, I admit, mean, like, some people have been bringing out, like, statistics for Godzilla films. I'm like, come on, guys. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things of like King of the Monsters. It was a good, 
attempt at it, and it was better than uh, the original, like, 2016 Godzilla. Was it 16? I can't but... remember. Well, not, not that long ago. <laughs> it's only been five years. But, uh, no, uh, like, a lot of, uh, like, everyone's, like, basing it off of critic reviews. I'm like, don't base it off of critic reviews. I actually just timed the goddamn thing. Yeah, I can't because... expect critics to be happy with Godzilla movies. I mean, have they ever? <laughs> no. Yeah. I I think the only time critics, and, like, these are serious critics, were okay with it, was maybe Shin Godzilla. But that was, like, maybe one or two critics, and the rest were like, oh, it's a foreign film. I don't review foreign films. Good day. <laughs> I said good day. I said good day. But, yeah, it's... Uh, so people are hoping for a little bit more kaiju, or at least, you know, a good mix of kaiju and human aspects, especially with the fact that Kong, uh, like with Kong, uh, there's definitely going to be an interaction between hu uh, humans and Kong, at minimum. Because with King of the Monsters, Godzilla was, like, the closest we got to that was Mothra, which... Some people are actually hoping that Mothra actually does show up in this one, even if it's just, you know, baby Mothra! Where it's Aww, like baby worm nice. Mothra. But we'll, we'll find out that, like, maybe later. Or not at all, because, like, it may not actually happen. But, no. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is going to be interesting. Um... Definitely going, uh, definitely very interested in it because Legendary, I say, definitely uh, is probably the closest thing we, as a Western studio, will get to being a very good giant kaiju film studio. Um, and people are like, but, but, what about it's like, uh, I know some people are probably going to go like, but what about the Monster Hunter movie? They actually got Toho to help out on that. And that is essentially... No, you just basically got Toho to help with, uh, do your giant monsters for you. Good day, sir. Which, by the way, like... I mean, I don't think any of us have seen that one because that one didn't come out on like any on-demand kind of thing. Did you hear any... I kind of want to... Um, I've heard mixed bag. Uh, a lot of people who weren't big fans of the Monster Hunter film found it a little hard to follow along, which it's kind of weird because like Monster Hunter's plotline, and you've experienced it yourself, Eddie, is kind of oh hey big thing attacking village, go save village, go beat up monster, come back, yay you save village, yay oh wait now there's an even bigger monster, go beat that up. Which is a pretty solid, you know, framework to work within. I mean, no, yeah, no complaints there. It, um, but for fans of the Monster Hunter series, they found the whole isekai aspect <laughs> more annoying than not. They were like, dude, why, why do we need to have people from the real world go to the Monster Hunter world? You could just set it up in the Monster Hunter world and just go from there just follow a newbie hunter that just gets caught up in possibly the most craziest mission mission don't ever understand why they why we always have to have like some sort of like insert version i don't know 
Like, <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. I guess I, I'm complaining about that, but again, we've talked about isekais before, which is a whole genre of, hey, let's put somebody in a situation that's apart from their world. So I guess it's not weird that we do it so much in Western media, but sometimes it's just weird that we do it. Like, why do we bother? What does this add? Yeah. So in this instance, it's more of the fact that um, since this is coming from the director that just came off of the Resident Evil movies, um, I think he's trying to adjust to Monster Hunter. And Basil's like, oh, well, maybe if I just do a bunch of like jar heads that get sucked into the Monster Hunter world, it's like, and us Monster Hunter fans are like, why would we want to follow a bunch of idiots from our world into the world of Monster Hunter? Why can't we just follow, you know, a rookie hunter that somehow gets, you know, pulled into this grand big thing that just shows off the fact that, like, yeah, he may be a rookie hunter, but damn, he is a good hunter. I guess they want us to, so. to like, what, vicar- these characters vicariously could be us or something i don't know um i think it's less of like oh they are us it's more of like oh we're going to set uh like set it up as more of like oh these are people from our world let's get introduced to their world versus not really i know what i it mean is. they were all heavily influenced by the little mermaid <laughs> okay that's a that's a hot take eddie <laughs> Or am I all washed up? That I sink too deep? Nope. Uh... I'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I'm excited for this movie. I'm I'm looking forward to my second COVID COVID vaccine dose next week, so then that means I can can watch this movie. (laughs) Is it coming out in March, or did they delay it again? I, last I heard was March. I don't know if they change it. I guess I can Google it right now, right? That's what we have Google for, right? Godzilla. Yes, that's why we have Oh, you know what? Well, I'm looking that up. Maybe you can explain this to me. What's the deal mm-hmm. with Kong and not King Kong? Is there something... I, I, I heard randomly that there was some sort of licensing issue with that. Okay, yeah. There is a bit of licensing because uh, since this is being produced by... Warner Brothers and King Kong is universal Kong is not copyrighted King Kong is oh okay so yeah there's some uh, there's your legality thing right there is the fact that uh, um I know Warner Brothers has been trying to get King Kong from Universal, but uh, as far as I know, they haven't. They weren't. Uh, they haven't or ha- uh, weren't able to get uh, the license or permission from Universal to use King Kong. So they can do. Uh, they can do Kong, and nobody can, you know, copyright Giant Monkey. Um. Okay. But but uh, actually let me double check to make sure current license holders because I could be wrong. So by the way, release date here. is March thirty first. So Okay. Book your calendars, homies. Yeah. And 
So Godzilla versus Kong. I'm just trying to make sure uh, various aspects because I'm pretty sure it's uh, Warner Brothers. Every time so. you say Warner Brothers, my brain autofills and Warner Sister Dot. I blame you. <laughs> that's, for that's because we were watching it lately. But yeah, yeah uh, so yes. so uh, and so let's see here, King. You know that's that's the, that's the third party enemy. It'll be the Warner Sister Dot. <laughs> that's a very unfortunate enemy for enemy for them to take on. <laughs> They've made a poor life choice if that's the case. Yeah. So let's see here. Uh, I'm just, just trying to find the licensing for it, but I'm pretty sure King Kong is still licensed by. Uh, let's see here. See, this is the research that we do. We don't tell you how to do work stocks. We tell you who who owns the license <laughs> to King Kong. Well, I yeah. mean, we can't tell them uh, how to do stonks because we are not stonk brokers. Actually, no, on that yeah. case, go ahead. Everyone go and buy more dog, dog coin. That way my stock goes Dude. up. Hey, 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 hey. Yes. yes, what? Sorry, what? No. Okay. No. Bad itty. I'm sorry. Bad itty. Is that stock so, manipulation? Okay. Uh, yes, technically it's, it is. Well, I don't know. I forget exactly what you would call Bitcoin. Or any sort of uh, blockchain currency uh, technically counts as because it's unfortunately like double counted as both currency and uh, asset. Market manipulation. Like it's weird. That's why we don't research it. <laughs> I prefer the weird stuff of like Godzilla. Which, Asher, a, word, a final word on that? Which one? Did, oh, did you find Ujira. out what you were looking for? Oh, uh, so in this case, um, okay, uh, the reason why, and this is kind of an interesting thing, is the fact that uh, King Kong is still owned by Universal. However, uh, a company by the name of RKO, whose rights consisted <laughs> of only the original film sequel, uh, are actually owned by uh, were owned by the Turner T uh, Entertainment Company, which got turned into Time Warner, uh, which merged into uh, Time Warner, which is basically Warner Brothers and sister. <laughs> it is how they can kind of finagle their way to have access to King Kong, but still cannot use king kong in the title is because like the actual king kong is licensed by universal Oof. so yeah there's some legal fin uh, finagling going on here um so essentially it's one of those like and yeah no i'm gonna stop because this is just hurting my brain too much and but those are overall, I mean, there's one scene that a lot of people are kind of hoping that comes back from the Toho version. Hmm. Eat your broccoli! Jesus. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, if people don't know what that is, uh, there is a gif of 
uh, Toho's King Kong shoving a tree down Godzilla's throat. <laughs> and every time I've seen it, it always has the quote of, eat your broccoli. Hashtag relatable. I hate broccoli. I would lose that fight so bad. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. There's definitely worse options than broccoli. Yeah. I mean, yeah, having Here's it shoved down your throat by King Kong, yeah, we really be bad too. Eat your broccoli. It's funny. I don't. Oh, I, oh, never mind. This is way too much of a se- segue. <laughs> this segue brought to you by Segway. I mean, I think we're pretty much done with the Godzilla topic. At this point, it's a free for all. If you have any last minute things you want to bring up for today's episode, all I was going to bring up in parting was that apparently Marilyn Manson's an asshole, which is kind of sad. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. That is, yeah. Yeah. And his concerts were fucking awesome, but I guess. I was, I always had kind of like a weird around him, and I just thought it was because he was too, he was three edgy five me, but it turns out he was three edgy five me in other ways as well. Yep. Yeah. I just hope Rob Zombie doesn't end up the same. I don't want to hear anything bad about Rob Zombie. I still need that concert experience. Please, Rob Zombie, don't be an asshole. Okay, that's it for me. <laughs> Is that a sode? <laughs> I think that might be it, so. All right, well, in that case, thanks everyone for joining us this week. Thanks to the panel for participation. Of course, uh, of course. We will be we'll be back for another FRG episode in two weeks. In the meantime, you know, y'all take care. Go go watch Godzilla. Hopefully, at some point, hopefully we all can watch Godzilla together. That's what I hope. Perhaps you hope that too. We love you all. Goodbye. Bye. 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 This has been a presentation of Front Row Geeks. Adios.